Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shikha and I welcome you to my channel. I'm so grateful that you guys are here listening and commenting and learning from all the videos that I've been putting out. Again, if you guys have any questions about specific topics that you're interested in me speaking about, let me know in the comments below or you can message me directly. All my contact information is in the description below. In this video, I want to speak to you guys about something that Azraeli, A-Z-R-A-L-L-E, Y-E, I don't know how to say that. Anyways, he asked, he or she asked me this question. I thought it was really interesting because I have been asked this question before, but I've been kind of wary about putting stuff like that out there, but I decided, let me just do this video. It's fine. And so he said, or she said, this is a very interesting topic. I was wondering if you have an opinion on INFJ self-medication. Example, drinking or drug use to attempt to cope. Thank you for your videos. Thank you, Azrael, Azraeli. I have no idea. I'm sorry. I don't know how to say your name, but thank you for the question. And it's a really, really interesting question because I don't think it's just INFJs that, you know, self-medicate in order to cope with the world or with whatever's going on in the world right now. I mean, if you are on social media or if you're aware of anything that's going on in the world right now, you know that the world is kind of going to pieces in, in certain ways, right? Um, in certain ways, it's going, it's, it's doing really well. I mean, technology-wise, we're getting better and better. I mean, things are happening where you're like, wow, can you really do that with technology nowadays? insane um you know self-driving cars and the fact that we might might be, might be moving or going to space soon and i mean like there's so much cool stuff happening great great awesome uh, but the other side of the flip side of the coin is that you know the, the the world is dying slowly the environment's being killed species are dying the oceans are being cleaned up um blah blah blah, blah, blah. i mean like i don't want to even speak about the other stuff that's going on with relationship to you know sex slaves and and all these little kids working in, in things. Ah, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it. You guys already know all this stuff, right? So in this world, um, as a human being, if you are an empath at all and you have this kind of feeling where you feel the pain of others, and it's not just the pain of the people around you. People are mistaken about what it means to be an empath. Feelings are not just ethereal thing, things that are like just hanging around here in our heart or like tangible things that are hanging out here in our heart, right? They are everywhere. Feelings are in the atmosphere. Okay, this is just my opinion. I'm obviously just talking from my, my own opinion, but I feel like feelings hang around in the atmosphere of the world, of the universe, of this this dimension that we're hanging out in right that's the reason when you walk into a room you can feel if there is a tension in the room or you can feel if there was a if there's someone was crying in the room or if there was some kind of sadness in the room or or happiness or whatever it might be why how can you feel that because feelings or emotions leave an imprint on the atmosphere where they were taking where they were happening right now with all the negative things that are going on in the world all of the stuff that's going on where hundreds and hundreds and thousands of animals are being killed every day or hundreds of thousands of species are dying every single day or hundreds of thousands of humans are being murdered or tortured every day whatever it might be right all of these feelings all of these emotions all these negative feelings and emotions are being pumped into the atmosphere one by one little by little every single second 
So as an empath, you're not just feeling the emotions of the people around you. I'm not just feeling the emotions of the pe- person that's right next to me, if they're feeling sad or happy or whatever. Yes, I'm feeling that as well. But that's not all of it, guys. It's not all of it. You know, if you're an empath at all, especially if you're an extreme empath, the Hayoka empath or whatever the empath quality you want to call, if you are an empath of any sort and you have that kind of feeling where you're really, really feeling the the, the feelings of the atmosphere of the world, then you will notice that it's not just the feelings here in this space that you are feeling, but you're feeling everyone's feelings, right? You're feeling everything. And I say, I always say this, everything is interconnected. You're not disconnected from the rest of the world. You can go live in a cave if you wish because you don't want to deal with the world, but you'll still feel the feelings or the negative feelings that are being pumped into the atmosphere right now, into this world right now. You can hide in a cave, you know, you can bury yourself in the sand, you can do whatever you want, but if you're an empath, you're going to feel everything. You're just going to feel everything. It's just the way it is. And as I said, there's so much stuff going on in the world, so there's more and more negative stuff being pumped into the world and more and more of that negative energy that's coming towards us, right? So we feel all of it, right? Now, that means that we need, as INFJs specifically, or as extreme empaths, and INFJs are one of those extreme empaths, not only us, but there's other types as well that are extreme empaths. And in order to deal with this, we self-medicate. I mean, what else are you going to do? You can either feel it and feel terrible about the world and, and be sad all the time and want to kill yourself, which a lot of people do. That's why the rate of suicide is going up in the world. You can kill yourself. Or what you could do is you can self-medicate. You can ignore what's going on in the world. You can pretend like it's not happening. You can uh, you can take drugs, obviously. You can drink alcohol or uh, you can use prescription drugs. A lot of people do that, you know, <laughs> Ritalin and all that stuff. Um, you can also medicate using consumerism. So you can buy a lot of shit and be like, oh, I'm going to buy stuff and it's going to make me feel better. Or you can travel or, or bury yourself in experiences, go here, there, and everywhere and never stop to think, never be still, never never slow down to feel, never realize that you know, you're running away from the fact that you don't want to feel all the negative feelings or all the negative emotions that are in the atmosphere and the world right now. Right? I really want you guys to understand this, is that you know, you're not only holding the emotions and the feelings of yourself or the people around you, but also your ancestors as well, right? All of the DNA that you're holding in your body, that holds the imprint of your ancestors, right? And not only ancestors, but also all the different species in the world. I'm sitting here right now, I'm standing here right now, and there are trees all around me. Perhaps some of them have positive or negative emotions, you know? I mean, I don't know if you guys believe it, but I believe that plants, insects, all that stuff, they have feelings and imprints as well. And that is all stuff we're pulling in as well. So if a plant is dying around us, we will feel that as well. You know, if an insect is dying around us, we'll feel that as well. And obviously, if it's a human or a species or whatever is happening in the world, we're going to feel all of it. Now, I'm not going to judge people and say, oh, you shouldn't self-medicate. You know, if that's the way that you need to deal with the world, then that's the way you need to deal with the world. I'm not going to say you have to not, not do it or do it. What is the right answer? I have no idea. I have no idea what I'm doing in my life myself. So why should I self- tell someone else what they should do with their life? The only thing that I would say is that I did self-medicate myself for the longest time. I, I used to drink a lot to the point that I'd black out all the time. Um, I never did drugs really uh, because, you know, it was I was too scared. <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat. Uh, but I did use consumerism a lot. I used to buy so much stuff. Oh, my God. And obviously never made me happy. I also used work. I'd be, I used to use workaholism as a sort of running away from things. I actually ran away from things by packing up my stuff and, and traveling and running away from the world. And so I did all that stuff. 
and eventually, you know, I'm not saying that I'm not self-medicating myself right now, but I try very hard not to do that anymore and to, to see the world and to see the things as they are in their truth. Now, it doesn't mean that <laughs> it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect me, and that's one of the reasons why I spend so much time by myself is because there is a lot of sadness and a lot of stuff that I have to deal with. But I rather do that. I rather see the world as it is in its truth than run away from what it actually is, you know. Um, because, I mean, I have a limited time on this planet. I might be dead tomorrow, and I don't want to live my life self-medicated. Again, I'm not judging the people who do. This is just my choice. And if the choice that you're going to make is that you want to self-medicate because it's too much for you, absolutely understand. It's absolutely fine. That's the way you're going to deal with it. It's totally fine. No need to judge yourself for it. It is a very hard world to live in right now. Very harsh. A lot of negativity. A lot of shit going on. And it's really hard to live right now. I mean, I don't know how anyone really does it. I don't know how all these people roam around the world not realizing or not feeling it. Of course, they're not as empathic as us. But still, I mean, look at the the state of the world. How can you live in the world and not want to kill yourself, right? Maybe I'm just being overdramatic again. But... That's what a lot of times I'm thinking. I'm like, you know, I have to live. I want to live. I love my life. I love this world. I want to do good for it. I want to stay here. And I want to improve it in my small way as much as possible. You know, And so that's the reason I don't, I don't kill myself. That's the reason I stay here. And that's the reason I don't self-medicate. Now, you'll be actually surprised how many random things that are out there that you can use to self-medicate. It's the, obviously, drugs and alcohol are like the typical things people think of, but most people don't use those things. Most people use TV, watching Netflix, watching you know, watching TV and just watching and drowning yourself in that stuff. That's one of the ways I actually self-medicate myself, watching really sappy, stupid Korean dramas where I can shut my mind off and, and forget about the fact that the world is falling apart. <laughs> so I, I, that's one way to self-medicate. Sugar. A carbs is a really, really good way to self-medicate as well. I mean, food is a great way. You stuff yourself with shit and then all of a sudden you don't feel anything anymore because you're just feeling so full and so sick that you don't you distract yourself from the fact that you're feeling sad about the world. Um, other ways to self-medicate yourself uh, is creating drama in your life or fighting with everyone around you, um, becoming a victim and you know pretending like the world is against you, creating all this drama in your head. So you don't have to actually think about the fact that there is so much negative stuff going on in the world. There's a lot of other ways to do it as well. So self-medication is not just drugs and alcohol. I just wanted to say that. If you're thinking, oh, I don't use drugs or alcohol. Um, well, maybe there's some other stuff you're using in order to self-medicate. I'm not saying that you do. I'm just saying that there might be a possibility. Again, as I said, I have no right to judge anyone who does or doesn't because I've done it in the past. Uh, and I do it right now as well sometimes where I, I see a news story and I think to myself, God, this world and people, for God's sake. And all of a sudden, I'll get really angry and then really sad. And then I'll just hide. And I'll watch TV and I'll try to forget about the fact that the world exists, right? And so, yes, INFJ is definitely self-medicate. And it's because of all the stuff that's going on in the world, because of all this shit that's being put towards us. Not only in the fact that our families are always kind of, um, you're always dealing with family stuff. You're always dealing with friend stuff. You're always dealing with colleague stuff, work stuff. Not only that, I mean, you're, immediate stuff but you're also dealing with stuff outside you know world that's falling apart the environment that's being killed the earth that's dying all that stuff you know um so it's nothing to judge yourself over uh realize that perhaps you're doing it perhaps try to do it less often and look at the truth because hiding yourself from the truth doesn't mean that's going to go away it's still going to be there waiting for you once you finish self-medicating or once you get out of your high, or once you get out of your drug stupor, or 
or your alcohol uh, hangover, just, it's still going to be there. And then what? Are you going to drink more? Are you going to have more drugs? Yeah, you could do that, but then what's the point? The point, as I've always told you guys, of an INFJ is there's a reason why you guys are here. There's a reason why we turned out to be INFJs rather than ESTPs. You know, why? Why did we turn out to be one of the rarest creatures in the world? Because there's a reason for it. We're here for a reason. We're here for a purpose. So instead of medicating yourself all the time, maybe you can do that some of the time, but instead of doing it all the time, see the truth sometimes and try to figure out how you can do your little, whatever that little thing might be, in order to make the world a better place, in order to improve the world in one small, tiny measure. That's the most important thing here. Okay? Again, I hope this makes sense to you guys. Again, I'm not judging anyone, and if you guys are doing what you're doing, if it's working for you, keep on going, man. It's fine. Whatever. What's what's a big deal anyways, right? But if you can stop and if you can do something good for the world, then do it. If you can't, then don't worry about it. You know, do whatever works for you. I say always, you do you. And if you can't do what I'm telling you guys to do, then don't worry about it. You are your best measure of how you're going to live in the world. You know yourself best. So why should I tell you how to live your life, right? All right. I hope this makes sense to you again. If you guys have any questions at all, please message me anytime. I'm here to answer any questions that you might have. All my contact information is in the description below. And also you can comment below if you, if you guys are not worried about sharing it so publicly. And um, again, if you have any feedback from me, let me know. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, if you hate me, if you love me, let me know as well. Okay. Um, thank you again. And I shall see you guys in the next video. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shakar. Bye for now.